Thank you, everyone. Um, I have like a couple of um, thoughts about you know uh, what you know Roshi mentioned. Okay, so what are the commitments and what brought you here? What your experiences? And I I, I thought I will um, also intermingle that with something that is recently happened to me, and it's a, one of the coins that comes with me for a long time. Um, so I, I selected a couple of um, text, I mean, the conversations between Tosan, like the founder of the Soto Vineyard, and his master, uh, Ungan. And um, I saw they were like an interesting scene to kind of munch over and while um, talking about what commitments and what is this trip that brought me here today and continuing as, as Roshi was saying. So the first is like as Tosan is you know one of our ancestors uh, was prepared to leave his teacher Ungan. The teacher asked where are you going? Tosan replied, although I'm leaving the master, I don't know where I'll end up. And then there's some conversation there but I extracted this. Ungan said at the end, if you leave it will be difficult to see one another. Again, and Tosa replied, it will be difficult not to see one another. At a later time, Tosa was in a party commemorating Ungan's death and you were saying, and he was asked, when you were at Ungan's, Ungan's place, what teaching did he give you? And Tosa said, although I was there, I didn't receive any teaching. But you're holding a commemorative feast for the late teacher. Doesn't that show you approve his teaching? Half approve, half not approve. Why don't you completely approve of it? Said the monk. If I completely approve, then I will be disloyal to my late teacher. Um, so these two things are related to, you know, my recent travel to Argentina. I was visiting my father is 80 years old and haven't seen him for a long while. Uh, it's also always a difficult scene for me. I have mixed feelings about going to, to see my father. My father, I mean, you know, it's a great, important presence, part of my personal lineage. Um, and, um, and I guess a lot of bond with him, a lot of things that we share, a lot of him that I carry in, in every lineage that happens, you know, and that's kind of what part of this is about. Um, this, there was always a shadow of issues with him because, I mean, most of the time he wanted, he, you know, me to be part of what he perceives his legacy, uh, which for me means his company, you know, and so I'm supposed to be kind of following his steps on his company. And even though I left Argentina 15 years ago, he still kind of works on that. And, and that is a tension point for us, you know, that I always need to work. Um, so I was paying attention to this, I mean, what it means to me, what is, what is this kind of duties that you have, uh, that kind of happen to have and commitments and what that means for me. And it's also, you know, part of what this Zen um, lineage is, is like, what is the commitment and the duties I have and I have been practicing and I have. Um, so the lineages always have the elder and the youngling and the perception of duty and the loyalty. I mean, like you saw, you know, uh, 
doesn't say if I completely approve then I will be loyal to my teacher. So there is a, there is a kind of a continuation, a legacy a duty to that. Um, so when I left my father and his company, was I disloyal to him? I mean, and that is something that is, you know, there's always a duty and a potential for separation, what is supposed to be the, and the implicit commitment that comes from the duty, you know, like, uh, which is inherited. And, and there is an expectation from the elder that you will continue that. So this is like, you know, in this case, I was feeling torn. I was related also to this Chinese story of say, I remember Raisin making a making a um, facial about it some time ago. Say the story of uh, this lady that was marrying somebody who his father didn't want to, and uh, um, and so basically she was separated, and her father was perceiving that she was there, but miserable, and and she was, you know, with his new husband someplace else, but also feeling torn. So that. You know, that is something that is, is part of what, what this sensation is. So what is duty? You know, duty is inherited, you know, while commitment is kind of more voluntary. I mean, that seems to be in the semantics of it. We inherit some sort of duty to the country, to this, to that, to the family. And then we inherit, um, we, we kind of actually, sorry, voluntarily commit to something. Um, they're similar though, in the sense that, you know, the commitment is always about a separation that it can happen between the action that we committed to do and uh, what we want to do. You know, we always have that fear of commitment because of that. You know, like, and I can see that, I've been seeing in, uh, in our time here, I've been with, uh, like uh, Roshi was saying, I've been with this Sangha and previously with Pinky Sangha um, for practicing for more than 12 years. And, um, and I've seen a lot of issues with what, what commitment means. I mean, what is the commitment that you do when you come here and you say you're gonna be meditating or whatever. And, and it, one of the conflicts is that we always, we always fear that at some point we're gonna separate what we want to do versus what we are committing to. Um, So, so I remember, you know, like, you know, in my sense, the commitment is, um, I mean, I remember like Kyotai asking me, you know, at some point when I was um, going to be ordained as a full priest, or already ordained, I think, you know, very recent. Um, what is, I mean, how, how do you feel your commitment to this? I mean, she was like trying to ponder how big or how much pressure that commitment will have. And I was like, I replied and it, it came out. You know, I said something of the sort of, you go with it, you know? And I pondered that answer because it was like, oh, what, what that means? I mean, what, you know, like it's interesting those answers that sometimes you give and then you keep thinking about them, like, hmm. What well, is exactly that I meant with that? Um, and and what, what I think happened with this, and it, it happened to me like in these 12 years, is that commitment, you know, it always looks like a future thing to do. I remember that um, when my wife was, um, you know, at that time it was my wife, we were talking about getting married, and 
and my so was, you know, asking me, well, you know, this is for the whole life. And I said, well, the whole life is a long time, you know, and yes, because it is a long time. So um, how do you, how do you, how do you, you know, stay with it? I mean, at and, and that time, I was the perception of this is too long. So the commitment is, is something that it's, it's always, it's not a future thing, it's manifested in the now all the time. And I noticed that what I was doing with the things I could commit for very long is that I wasn't really putting them in the future, I wasn't putting them in the agenda every day. They were every day in my agenda. So sitting is not something that I say like I will sit in the future, I will sit today, every day. And it's like the one step, the one step, the one step. Um, Roshi was talking, you know, last uh, the angle opening about the commitment is a direction, you know. But the action actually is the one step you take, and it's only one step after the other, but it's always one. And 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 that relates to today. I mean, today is also one step. It has a continuation. Roshi was saying about that. It doesn't change anything of the past or of the future. It's just one more step. Um, and every step is important, and every step can be, some of them are kind of less celebrated, some of them, like this one, maybe is more celebrated, but at the same time, they're not different, you know, and, and that is why the commitment can be done. It's, it's not the commitment about something super big and complex and that you fear, but something that you put in the agenda every day, and you're trying to hold. And sometimes you can, sometimes you will not be able to, but you go back to it and you put it every day in the agenda. You don't let it drop to the optional portion of it. You know, we always have the optional portions in the agenda. Um, so in the Diamond Sutra fashion, you know, there is no commitment really. Because there is no commitment, we can call it a commitment. It's not an ominous to fear, it's only a task in your agenda. Um, without taking it lightly, without making it heavy, Commitment is about the actions that you take, and the actions express, express that commitment more than the words. You know, the fact, the fact that you are coming here express that commitment. I don't need, you know, the people that show up today to tell me they're committed to something. They're just showing up. You know? And so, the, you know, practicing how, how to live is all there is. I mean, the commitment to practice is not really a scene, it's an illusion that we call a community practice, but it's like, what else will you do? You will you do? Once you realize that there is nothing else to do than to practice your whole life, that to take a look at it, that to continuously start kind of investigating what's there. Um, so that's the duty I inherited from the same lineage. And, and this, this commitment to permanently keep looking permanently keep, and, and it's interesting that, you know, it, it echoes what Roshi just said, I mean, that wasn't planned, uh, but it's a, com a commitment to keep looking, to keep working on this, on the Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. So, that commitment is, is every day, one step, and I'm, I'm kind of into it. So I'm thankful, very thankful, you know, looking back, and, and looking up to now, the 12 years, to the legendary commitment that all our ancestors had. Like the ones that we, I mean, at the beginning, the chanting of the ancestors was something that was kind of, oh yeah, we're chanting some names, whatever. 
Chinese names. Um, the ancestors, you know, they were committed to make this something that is a tradition that is uphold and that can help people to actually live their life in a more wholesome way. Um, the commitment of Roshi and Myogen to this Sangha and to my own path, and I appreciate that a lot. I think, you know, it's been, uh, thank you very much. You know, and um, I don't think I said that enough. I think I said it with, again with my actions, but not with my words. And I think I wanted to say it with my words. The commitment to all of you to be here and to be, uh, because without all of you here, there is no practice to upheld. There is no situation where I can be talking to somebody. And, and, and it will be the duty of, of this commitment much harder. I'm encouraged and empowered by the people sitting every morning, people creating things. Uh, I, I appreciate so much the amount of work people put just because. Uh, I, you know, I, I, it's a little to me that people just feel like, oh, yeah, I want to work on this because it's, you know, it's good. It's, and, and, and that's a great energy, and I'm always being empowered and, and um, encouraged by it. So Ungan said, if you leave, it will be difficult to see one another again. And Tosan replied, it would be difficult not to see one another. That is how I feel we're all connected. How I'm connected with my father, even though he may not realize sometimes, with my teachers, Chunryu and Genki, with my family and friends, the whole Sangha. Every time we look at it, it would be difficult not to see one another. So today is another step. Thank you very much. For